0: BLOB TALK RADIO spend time speaking about different goddesses from all over the world, paying attention to the ancient reverence of long-ago cultures, and infusing it with a modern perspective. Elvira, Phoenix, take it away.
1: All right. Yeah. Yeah, here we are. It's kind of weird. Um, I don't know how you're feeling about, you know, the this is our time of the year. And when I say our time, it's, it's, it's fall and, and we've got Samhain and day of the Mm dead and, you know, all these wonderful things happening. And somehow I, I feel it as a, an energy feel, but the external Mm. isn't there for me.
2: Yeah. 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 I, I totally feel that too. The, um the, there's a big ritual that happens every year in San Francisco called spiral dance. And I've gone for many years In the last few years, I haven't gone just because it's such a big ritual. I don't actually have a spiritual process. It's more like socializing, you know, I get to see all my friends, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, but they're Mm -hmm. doing it online this year. And I'm actually really considering going because I feel like I need some sort of anchor to make me feel more connected to the season, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, I a, totally, it's weird. Yeah. And and I know that part of it, excluding other externals, part of it is actually the where we're living, <laughs> and I yeah. and the the um, weather and the the issues that we've been dealing with with you know winds and fire and fire danger mm-hmm. and you know all that. I think it's to me at least, I see that it's thrown me, it's thrown a lot of people off. Then you add yeah. the other external things that have been in our our world. And right. I I get this it's a disconnect from not just norm, but just disconnect from a rhythm and um I don't know that I, I I am actually there's something that ISIS OASIS is doing Um, for free online, um, Mm -hmm. you know, with donations kind of a thing. Uh, Yeah. uh, Samhain and, you know, a dumb supper, and I'm going to do that. I I wind up doing that. So I think you and I are both on the same wavelength of of connecting in that manner so that we are able to uh, stay in tune with the things that have meant you know, our, our you know, what our our spiritual beliefs and our our way of life is. So,
2: yeah. It's also
1: interesting, too,
2: I noticed on social media this week, a lot of people have been talking about feeling, like, depressed and anxious and having, like, for people who don't normally deal with that kind of stuff or, like, why do I have anxiety? What's going on? And I think we're at um, a super intense moment, right? Like, it's Samhain it's a full moon it's the second full moon of the month we're at the, the tail end of mercury retrograde and the american elections are on tuesday and i think astrologically and politically and and you know people are, are feeling um like covid fatigue is the phrase i'm seeing bandied around you know like there people are over all of this <laughs> and i think that we're kind of reaching like um like a breaking point, and so it's interesting timing you know it's it's yeah. and all this other stuff is going on, so it's just I just keep saying it's weird, it's real weird,
1: yeah, yeah, and yeah. I think all the ways we've we've done, and we've done this time for yeah. our our you know our particular way of celebrating, but also it's watching the cre honestly watching the creativity that is coming. Out of how to celebrate this time um, on a more, uh, what do I want to call it? A more common level in the sense that it's Halloween. So Mm -hmm. I've been really seeing a lot of uh, incredibly creative ways people are doing it, you know, that are my friends both here and out of state. And we actually have instead of, you know, McDonald Street, which is a big thing in our yeah. area. It's a very old um the the homes are very old and large and it's kinda like, you know, the, the ancient ones that have been mm. here since the you know, Santa Rosa actually came into being. Um and they always have done an incredible job of decorating and you know, trick or treating yeah. and all that Uh, they didn't and aren't, but yeah, yeah. Um a couple of places like splash um, car wash there are two of them and they're doing one for kids and one for adults and yeah it's going to cost you $20 to go in go through it but they've done that and I'm going not only is that innovative economically yay but um, it's creative so I I kind of feel that human nature actually is taking effect and, oh, and yeah. coming up with some really positive ways to handle this situation along with the, the darker side of our feelings and, and all the things that are going on. I know that, um, you know, uh, I've talked to a lot of people and, and clients a lot are, are, you know, all these different, you know, feelings and dynamics. And yes, the astrological... Um, energies because of the retrogrades and the yeah. positions that everything is is really kind of, it's like we're at the crunch time. It's like being at the Absolutely. end of the game and being at the crunch time. And I can't, yeah. I'm not a, a sports person, but I, my deceased husband was for sure. And so I kind of hear these things in my head versions of it, but, and you yeah. know, we've, we've had different uh, experiences that we both have Um, had, I'm sure, you know, I will probably say, how was your week, Uh, which has been several weeks (laughs) since we were live.
2: Yeah, I mean, I'm, yeah, blah, blah, blah. I'm I'm getting tongue-tied and haven't even started talking yet. Um, (laughs) I've had a few, I had a socially distant, outdoor, mask-wearing, ritual with one of my smaller women's groups um, and that was really lovely because I haven't done that since March. I've been on the extreme side of caution you know because I am I do work with the public being at the shop and so I feel like I have an even higher uh, responsibility to be careful in my private life so that I'm not bringing anything into my work life you know. I would feel terrible if someone got sick. Because I was sick at the shop and didn't know it, you know, right. um, but it was really lovely, and we um, you know, we just did a real simple little ritual together and and were ladies and gossiped and chatted and talked and and it you know it was really lovely. Um, and my sister and I have both moved since the the pandemic erupted, and so today I finally went over to her house and saw her new place and got to hear, you know, the renovation stories of what they did and why they, you know, they bought a house. So it's very exciting. So I, I did not buy a house. I'm just, I just moved rentals, but she, you know, bought something. So it's like so exciting for her and there's lots of really good things going on. Um, And I'm also one of those people that's just been feeling kind of heightened anxiety and um, a little unstable and a little uncertain, even though, knock on wood, knock on wood, knock on my head, knock on this wood too, um, Mm
0: -hmm.
2: you know, (laughs) things are good. Yeah. Um, Yeah, and last night, actually, I got to do a little, uh, there's this women's group that um, the soul Soul Seeker Sisterhood, it's a little bit of a, of a bit to get out of the mouth, but Soul Seekers <laughs> Sisterhood, they they do a book club every month, and this month they did my book, um, What Is Remembered Lives, as their book club. So they asked if I would do like a little workshop. So I decided since it's ancestor time, I would do a little ancestor workshop, and we did a ritual, and it was all on Zoom. But it was so fun, and it really did kind of – Get me into that Samhain-y vibe, and you know, so I I feel really up today, which is nice because it's been it's been an intense couple of weeks. Um, <laughs> yeah,
1: it has. You know, but how are you? Well, you know, pick a time to put my house up for sale, which has yeah. kind of been interesting. Uh, I was sharing a little bit with you before, but and I won't go into a lot of detail, but it it was amusing um, because based on um, some astrological points of reference, the timing was, you know, like this was the time September 23rd was for me with charts and all the rest of it. And so I did. And then three days later we had the glass fire erupt and I got evacuated. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and then it's been this kind of uh, unsettled situation of, you know, potentials and whatever. And, it's already COVID and there's already a lot of restrictions about how you do these things now. And so there's all this stuff and, you know, I'm like uh, frustrated Mm -hmm. and scared because, you know, I really need to sell this. I want to sell it. I need to sell it. And it's time for me to move truthfully in, in reality when I started looking at things Um, and of course, some of the feedback I got was I didn't necessarily like it. It's like, oh, well, you got to pack up everything, you know, pack up everything yeah. and, you know, like be neutral. And I'm like, I can't. You mm-hmm. know, like sanctuary. And then, of course, there was a whole challenge about that. It isn't just packing your stuff up and moving it across town, which I have done, Dang. you have just done,
0: it's, yeah. you know,
1: a whole different kind of a thing. And. It's challenged me in the middle of all else going on, and I'm like going, you know, a little bit into the, the, um, (laughs) how do I want to call it, the uh, catatonic stage where I just sit there, yeah, and and then things come to me, and I was, and this has been happening more and more, and I'm going to ask you if it's happened to you. I wind up giving, getting a client they have some completely unrelated things to my world that i am working with them on and out of the cards and the connection spirit comes these words that i utter to them and i hear them as being given to these people this person or situation but it is so incredibly relevant to me and what i'm experiencing or
2: oh yeah or
1: the word and should be in, included i am talking to someone um, I'm lucky enough that I could go to my hairstylist, and he said something to me, and I was concerned about you know uh, my sale and the, the, the you know what I was how I was proceeding, and he said something, and I went oh, almost like it's uh you, you've got the right price or mm-hmm. the um you know the the way things are running and blah blah blah, and it's been that way for the last what um. Almost, well, months plus since I put it up. This is what, but this last two weeks have been intense. And obviously, I do know that the veil is getting thinner. So I have a lot of my guides and gods and goddesses and relatives and ancestors that are all, you know, hanging out and chatting and are sending these things via the people. That are that have you know that are just out there, and I've paid yeah. more and more attention to that, and that actually has kept me from really sinking into the deep abyss mm-hmm. and, and seeing the um, the what it really is the negative gold that you finally can and you get out of all of the grits and grit and shit of what it is <laughs> that is the important part of it i'm the analogies is because we live in the gold country and, you know, and not quite but close enough. Um, So, yeah, it's, you know, different day-to-day things. Uh, Last week, the reason why we weren't on air is I went in for a um, dental uh, surgery that I needed to have um, an implant put in and, you know, all this other stuff and you know, the recovery of it and, you know, like all the things. It's kind of like yeah. And mm-hmm. now all of a sudden we have Samhain, and then, you know, even though Thanksgiving is, you know, it's the, it, it, we vision it however we choose to vision. It is a family time, and then we're into, you know, Christmas and New Year's, and I'm like, my brain and how I feel, it's just like, I don't know how to get from one event to the other, quite frankly. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, how my few weeks have gone. Yeah. So. It's a lot right now. <laughs> I know. I know. It was kind of – just to give you a sidebar, I was just – you know, my brain throws in some really offbeat things. I'm reading the newspaper, and I do actually, yes, I'm one of the old people that read a paper newspaper. um along with online in you know interneting, but it's Burt Baccarat I'm sure some people remember him I do because I grew up with that part of my world he's 92 and he's still composing and working and they had a picture and he, he was in an interview and they had excerpts of the interview and I was in the, he's looking good and I mean I don't think this guy's gone in for plastic surgery I just look at him and I go you're looking really good and he's you know alert and he's doing all this stuff and my brain just went oh my god there is hope you know if you keep with the work that you you know you, you love because that's the point it's it's a love it's not just a job Yeah, so that, that kind of um I don't want to call it longevity, but that kind of life leads you forward, and it, it becomes what I saw there. And I was just like, "Oh my gosh, that's so good!" So that's a plus on on a kind of an offbeat side about the fact that you know there's this person that you know, ninety two and he's still going strong. Of course, we have Betty White for heaven's sakes.
2: So mm-hmm. She's an actress, with, right. you
1: know, an icon, and her, you know, how her. It's just so you look at this and you go, these are the things that I need to keep in mind specifically because I'm up in the upper bracket time, but in general for going on to yeah. to stay focused along with obviously being in the real world and knowing what you're stepping in front of or around. So anyway, yeah. philosophical. I know that's a philosophical point of reference. and. <laughs> and <laughs> But I think we can wax a little bit on that level because ultimately we do have Ask a Witch Part 2, and yeah. I know we've got questions to answer. So, um, But I, I figure we can wander through a few other things because I think it's the, the questions we have will lead us there. So if you yeah, want to start, we can.
2: All right, let me pull up the questions here. So I'm just going to stop at the to- start at the top, I guess, and we'll see how far we get. Okay. All right, so the first question here, oh, by the way, P.S., we are doing part two of our Ask a Witch segment, which is where we answer your questions. So if you write in and ask us a question, we try to answer it when we do our Ask a Witch segments, which happen every other month or so. This last round, we had so many questions that we decided to break it into two episodes. So here's episode two, answering your questions. And we are always taking new questions. So if you go to our website, which is com, there's a little place for you to fill out your question uh, and send it along to us. So with okay. that said... Um, Stephen writes and says, I have a question regarding an experience I can only describe as a surge of dark energy. I was talking on the phone with a friend who was describing a near-death experience and their subsequent spiritual awakening. While my friend began to describe her near-fatal heart attack, I began to feel an overwhelming sense of dread as if I might self myself might succumb if I continued to listen to her story. Her words became increasingly difficult to follow. The connection on the phone line became staticky. The world felt like it was spinning. Uh, The words I could make out as she spoke and laughed took on a sinister edge. It was really overwhelming, and I had to get off the phone immediately. I remember uh, her asking if I was okay, and I said no, and telling her that if she – and telling her as she continued to speak that I was not ready. She repeated it back to me, and I genuinely felt like if I didn't get off the phone in that instance, I was going to collapse. I'd love a non-therapeutic, non-medical, non-psychiatric opinion <laughs> of what it might have been happening in that weird, disoriented series of moments. Any insights are wildly welcome. <laughs> I appreciate okay. that. I love that non-therapeutic, non-medication, non-psychiatric opinion, because that's all that we have to offer you.
1: (laughs) Right. Yeah, yeah, well. Well, do you want to go through uh, a few moments of discussion on that?
2: Yeah, sure. Do you want me to start?
1: Yes, I think it would be (laughs) right.
2: Yeah. Um, So here's my hit. And again, we are not medical professionals. I'm not going to try and diagnose you. I'm not going to give you any psychiatric advice. I'm not um, capable or trained in such matters. But what I will say from a spiritual perspective is sometimes we do pick up on that kind of thing. Um, And you may have been picking up on, on her emotional relationship with this physical manifestation in her own health. So basically what I'm saying is you may have had an empathic thing happen where you were actually picking up on her stuff. Um, So let me give you an example from my own experience. My partner had kidney stones and woke up in the middle of the night in an immense amount of pain to the point where he was vomiting. He was very, very sick and very, very in pain. I was groggy from being woken up in the middle of the night, but I was not sick. And he was leaning over our kitchen sink, and I put my hands on his back where his kidneys are. And my intention was, I'll do a little bit of Reiki, or I'll just rub his back, or I'll offer some comfort. But as soon as I put my hands on his back, I felt an immense amount of pain, and I thought I was going to throw up. I felt physically ill to the point where I ran to the bathroom because I thought I was going to pass out. This is not a thing for me. I'm not a healer. I'm not, um, I'm not that sensitive but there have been these moments in my life where someone I'm connecting with is having an intensity and I pick up on that intensity and I, without asking for it or, you know, attempting to connect to it. So that's what I would say is probably what happened here is you connected into her own stuff um, and, it, and you were just having the, an empathic channel. So I think following your instincts on that was right to get off of the phone and, and sever the connection. That's what I would say.
1: Yeah. I happen to agree with you. It's interesting because um I am empathic, uh yeah. and uh, depending on what's going on, I can be very uh I can be very affected by it. I have chosen to moderate how I connect in the world, so I mean, uh when I do work with clients or in any way, shape, or form, connect that way, there's a lot of grounding and, and uh, centering and protection and, you know, kind of things. But this mm-hmm. definitely, um, I'm going to use the word, reeks of empathic uh, <laughs> yeah. energy. And, you know, the dark energy is the, the energy of where her experience was uh, from was the fact that it was a near death, so you know it's it's I feel less evil and more the unknown and the experience that the person had had and may whether or not they were conscious. You know it doesn't matter. I know that all of us want to believe highly that if we're spiritual and we've got all these different things we've done that we're going to handle those kinds of experiences and it's very primal. So I think that that part of what was experienced by your friend was primal that you were experiencing on your end and in some way, um, and I'm gonna just say this without necessarily conscious of it, you were working on, like you were saying Phoenix about, you know, putting your hand on, you know, your partner's uh, kidney area, it was, there was a unconscious pulling of energy off so that it could drain a bit. And you were just not aware and didn't have, you know, the kind of connection that somebody more, you know, quote, I want to say, trained, unquote, but it's just an experience. And yes, severing it by getting off meant that you could disconnected that energy so you could regain your own equilibrium, and your own boundaries. Because for that moment in time, you had let your boundaries down, your your energy guard down. So um, obviously, uh, you know, it doesn't mean never talking to this person again, but it might mean being more aware, putting more of a shield up, having, you know, a, a smoky quartz, having something around you that you're with that gives you a, a barrier so that you kind of stay separate from yeah. that energy if you're to talk with this person and, and something else comes up like this. Yep. Yeah.
2: So. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, and... You know, what I will, to add to that, and I think you already, you know, basically said this, Elvira, I I want to say it again, is, is if this happened once, it could happen again. This may be, it may have been a fluke or it may be a, 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 a talent or a skill or a gift that's opening up, you know, so just start, like Elvira said, smoky quartz, other things that can sort of help you have control of it. Yeah.
1: Yep. Yep. So... Okay, so um, I'm going to start now. I mean, as I was explaining to Phoenix, uh, somehow the uh, second part of the questions, I have all of them. I don't have a second part where it's only, it's um, annotated. So I'm looking at Alexis. Is Alexis one we did last week? I don't believe so.
2: No, no, this is not one we did last week.
1: Okay, so we're taking these nice long ones. Alexis says, in my early 20s, I was involved with witchcraft. I had been introduced to witchcraft by a woman I worked with. It didn't take long before I started noticing powers. I'm now in my early 30s. Around this time, I had a decent amount of knowledge in the occult. I was aware of psychic cords, how they work, and how to get rid of them. I noticed I was still dwelling on the girl that ripped out my heart years ago. As I'm going to get rid of the cord to the, to the person that broke my heart, The lady who introduced me to witchcraft pops in my head, clear as day. I thought it was weird, as I really haven't in many years. I'm hearing all this negativity following it. You lost. She's a good kid. Constant visuals of me coming in second place. Visuals of, of, of the lady awarding the psychopath with a gold medal. Yeah, everything to the psychopath is a game. Hence, you lost. It took me years to get rid of these two cords. I had to divert my attention from getting rid of the psychopath cord to getting rid of the old lady's cord. I thought I was losing my mind. I still don't know what happened. I If it was a negative entity posing as this old lady, but, oh, my goodness, you know, was that a literal hell? I got rid of the lady that introduced me to the witchcraft cord. She doesn't pop up in my head anymore, and... This is a very dark echo and is a very dark echo in the back of my mind now. After several months of the lady's cord being gone, I was able to finally turn my attention to fully severing the psychopath cord. I can still kind of hear the lady laughing at me. It's a light echo in the back of my mind like she's still there, but I'm not receiving her projections anymore. Maybe I just made up the stuff in my mind. (laughs) We've chosen some doozies, darling.
2: Yeah, I know. I know we Um, left all the super intense (laughs) one. Okay,
1: so um, yes. Okay, so uh, I guess what I I'm I'm going to have to distill down. I understand the two Mm -hmm. separate energies that um, this person is talking about. Um, I get the feeling that the vested interest of the the individual the the older woman yeah. is that she was she was coming in as a visual for I guess I wanna say I can't say that it was an, it was an entity but I right. think it was an energy pattern that hooked on to that woman, the older woman's energy pattern that the young one kind of connected into. So it's almost like a piggyback, more than
2: Mm
1: -hmm. one being the issue. And Mm -hmm. uh, when you were able to sever one, then you were able to get rid of the the sociopath situation. And and, then I don't, as I say, I I don't believe that it was a... um, a negative entity separate i think it was the dark energy of the sociopath connecting with the spirit energy of the teacher and guising the, that you know putting a guise on so yeah what do you think yeah i um i, I there's like a huge
2: question mark for me here do the older woman who introduced you to witchcraft and the girl who ripped out your heart, do they know each other? Are they connected? Because if they're connected, then all of this makes a lot of sense to me. Yeah, it sounds like some shenanigans from your ex that's fucking with you and, and is either doing it in tandem with this witch woman or, you know, utilizing your relationship with this woman. Um, you know, that's, that's the simple answer. But if they don't know each other, you know, then that throws that out the window. My other question here is what your relationship with this woman who got you involved with witchcraft, um, did that end badly? Like why would this woman want to be messing with you? You know, why would this woman take the time to mess with you? But teachers do get hooks in us. They do connect with us energetically. And so if you connect with the wrong person, it could lead you to being um, spiritually abused, so to speak, even years later when you haven't had a relationship. So I agree with Elvira. It feels like a little bit of a piggybacking here and that's why it was so much easier to clear it once you cleared what was actually happening. But to me, it feels like this probably has more to do it has less to do with the girl who broke your heart and more to do with the person who got you involved with witchcraft um, no I mean could did you make it all up in your head? maybe I mean, sure, maybe, but I think that it's more likely that you have hooks in with this woman who taught you witchcraft or brought you you know um, into the fold so to speak and there and if you're still hearing the connection then you probably have a little bit more work to do to release those cords that's what i think
1: yeah and i i also want to add um you know our teachers are human people oh, are yeah. human and um because of that there are less than pleasant things that these people may say or do mm-hmm. and if there was something that maybe in the connection that you had at the beginning with the, uh, the older woman that brought you into witchcraft, that you suddenly were, it was distasteful to you, something that, that disturbed you, or in some way you felt you needed to move on and you know, it wasn't a amicable moving on. Uh, yeah. and that is the chord that caught you because it was, a, it was, and I'm going to say this, it was a judgment. But judgments are good and bad. I mean, we judge that we want to do something because it feels that, you know, there's a good energy, a good vibe. Um, I've had experiences with teachers who, (laughs) you know, sometimes you don't get it that when a teacher starts to act like a a jerk or they're mean Mm -hmm. or something, they're pushing you out on your own. And it's kind of like... Um, movies that we've seen where people take the animal that you know is a wild animal mm-hmm. that they've been helping you know whatever and then push it out mm-hmm. and you scream at it and and you right. know do stuff and White beds. Uh, yeah exactly so it it there may be something to do with this
2: yeah yeah so yeah but yeah that's I, totally there too
1: yeah it was just I was just listening and I was going like, there's also that you know or just that you just something happened and you didn't like it and you didn't necessarily consciously make it uh you know like a I didn't like what she said but you just pulled away and that yeah. when it's unresolved, when you when you, you still have it running around in your head, that's when they have an open end to
2: getting mm-hmm. in. Mm-hmm. You know,
1: it's kind of an interesting process. So do we want to do our commercials <laughs> I'm just looking at the time. Oh, like, shoot. Oh, we might I might
2: want to do that. that it was. Yeah, let's yeah. do that. So we'll take a quick break and we'll be back in a minute. Truly.
0: The magic is coming your way right after these messages. The LMC Radio Network is a media alliance whose excellent shows include The Lucky Mojo Hoodoo Rootwork Hour with Catherine Ironwood and Conjurman Ollie. Sundays, 3 to 4.30. The Crystal Silence League Hour with John St. Germain. Tuesdays, 5 to 6.00. The Witch, the Priestess, and the Cauldron with Elvira Love and Phoenix LaFay Fridays 1 to 2 and Blue Flag Root Radio with Lady Muse Fridays 7 to 8 all time specific at 3 Hours for Eastern sponsored by the Lucky Mojo Curio Company in Forestville, California and online at (laughs) LuckyMojo.com
2: All right.
1: Okay. <laughs> that same kind of readiness. Okay, girl, I'll go for, <laughs> for the next one.
2: Okay, so the next one comes from Kat. I've been able to heal small wounds a handful of times throughout my life. I know I'm a witch in my heart, soul, and body, but I can't shake, it, shake this nagging feeling. There's something about my ancestral history I don't know that's important. Can you help? What I love about this question Is There is like a a subtext here that I hope I'm reading correctly, Um, but it's like I've been able to do this. I know I am a witch, but my ancestors are making me feel concerned. So what I'm reading into this question is I don't know that my ancestors are okay with me being a witch or – my, there's something about, you know, my ancestors that are warning me about witchcraft, right? So that it feels like, I don't know that that's the subtext, but that's what I feel, like, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um. So here's what I would say about that. Yeah, talk to your ancestors, you know, set out an offering, um, start a, building a relationship with them. To me, this feels twofold. Either your ancestors are going to not be stoked about the witchcraft, and in that case, too bad. Or the ancestors have information for you about witchcraft, and they might actually end up being some of your most powerful witchcraft teachers. So I say start talking to your ancestors. It's the perfect time to do it. It's tide. Get that conversation Mm. going. Mm
1: -hmm. Do it. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I I agree here. And, you know, healing small wounds sounds like um, emotional, mental, you know, possibly Mm -hmm. even spiritual, but, um, in terms of that, being a healer, being a healer was part of witchcraft is part of witchcraft um yeah. it's its own branch, you know, so you may have been a healer, and in the times that ancient or times with ancestors they by connecting, there may be fear because of what happened because at a certain mm-hmm. point, honor turned to to um dishonor hatred and, and you know that kind of a thing. So yes, I agree with Phoenix. This is a perfect time to open that dialogue and work with it because truthfully I feel um, you're being blessed and there's something here. Uh, and it just you know its again, we also have our own what happened in our world more and more but what's happened here is we come in with the question witchcraft witchcraft yeah and then of course you get positives but then you get a bunch of you know screaming memeing people out there going yeah you know and of course there's that that gets thrown in our face even at the time that we are so dedicated to what we're doing and uh, feel strong enough it's pretty you know it's time to hold our you know our strength but go ask ancestors that's my guide
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Now, I know we didn't do this one, and I'm going to do it. It's a quick one. Okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. yeah, my
2: favorite question. We get this question every freaking time, and I love it. Yeah. So I just added it again because we've already answered <laughs> this, but go on. I know. Go on.
1: Yes, we have. Are vampires real? Be honest. and if so, how <laughs> Be do honest, Elmira. Well? <laughs> I know. I'm going to be honest. Okay, so this is my being honest. Yes, there are vampires, but, and that's the biggest word you're going to hear from me, that is they are energy vampires. They are, you know, I would love our world to have the ability to, you know, have what we envisioned, but you also realize vampires are energy vampires. People suck in on you, cords you. We just had a, a person who we answered a question about cords. Um uh, there are so many levels of that, but as a blood sucking bite your neck, take the lifeblood and use it to live on, um, I am going to basically say very, very, very unlikely. Yeah. You go for it. Answer answer it yeah. on your end, darling. Oh, You know, I don't have
2: much more for that. I've said this before. I will say it again. I'm getting closer to the age where I would not allow myself to be a vampire anymore. There is a cutoff for me. (laughs) I would love for vampires to be real. I would love to be a vampire. But no, no. At at least for 42 years of life so far, I have not encountered any blood-sucking vampires that uh, are immortal. I've encountered people who drink blood. I've encountered people who are energy vampires. um, But I've not yet met an immortal who was transformed like the books or the movies tell us. So um, there you go. Best of luck. If you find out uh, a different answer, please let me know.
1: (laughs) She's definitely one to really want to get in there, darling. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, go for it. The next one.
2: All right. So this is from Victoria. Okay. This this question. Oh, boy. Okay. This person randomly hit me up on Instagram claiming to be a free spellcaster. When I asked him if he charged money, he said yes. I said on his page it says otherwise and that I'm going to report him for scamming. And he said if I did that, I would die in three days. I'm freaking out right now. I really don't know what to do. I ended up being nice to him, and then he felt – He asked me for my contact information for which I made up excuses and eventually blocked him. Okay. Don't let anyone ever fucking threaten you and tell you you're going to die. If you uh, go against their wishes or uh, don't let anyone make you scared of their witchcraft ever, ever, because you know someone's not going to kill you with witchcraft. The likelihood of that, especially if they don't know you, and don't have any of your personal effects is real freaking small you should have just blocked them in the first place and been like, piss off, you're a fraud. I'm blocking you. But I get it. Like it's scary and people can make you scared, you know, like it's, and it's not hard to do with online and anonymity. Um, Cleanse every day, weekly, regular part of your practice. Uh, That is going to give you a little more confidence and a little more, um, a little less concern about people like this. That's what I would say. Don't let yeah. people bully you.
1: Yeah, And that, you know, this whole process is um, unfortunately a common one, especially now on the Internet, okay? Um, and again, we're talking about cords and protection as cutting cords is healing the areas that are becoming stronger. Um, And quite honestly, you know, at this point, as Phoenix said, cleanse, protect, cleanse, protect. Um, If there is anything that is beyond that point of reference, uh, connect to a shamanic healer. And, you know, there is a a website that is... um, Sandra Ingerman. She is reputable and she trains people. And I'm not necessarily talking about Native American or Siberian, but she does work in a, in a ethical way. And there is a list that she has on her website of people she's trained. And uh, they will do remote. They will work with you. And it's basically what has happened here is you got frightened a piece of you ran away and you're trying Mm to, you know, get that piece back and the things that uh, Phoenix has suggested are part of it and if you feel still unsettled, then it would be a wise idea to connect with um, someone who can do what they call soul retrieval, which is a part of um, healing oneself and uh, so that would be my second part of the suggestion.
2: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah. So, oh, okay. Well, Claire, hi. Can you tell me what I need to become a beginner, which, and how to talk to deities? Oh, goody. <laughs> I love it. It's great. <laughs> you know, we go from the entire down to this one, and it's not that this one is less. It's just like this is calmer. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, basically uh other than what's you know, what you find on the internet and actually because of the conversation we just had, um, there are some some incredibly who have books. Phoenix is one of them. And she mm-hmm. has really done a lot of good work and, you know, her training of course is, is got a couple of different levels but I will and I'm giving her a big plug because um her, she does online. She will, you know, she started back doing that. The, uh, pe- the different pentacles that you have, the iron pentacle and, and all of those from reclaiming. Um, mm-hmm. So, as far as that is concerned, getting um, some of the more standard, like you know, Scott Cunningham has written a lot of wonderful books. He is no longer with us in body, but uh, some very solid things about basics of you know different aspects of witchcraft um i have a lot (laughs) my training goes back a little farther into you know like the budapest In, um of course there was some of starhawk i didn't follow it as strongly as you did but realistically some of the older uh ones are there's a certain basis that you can find we have done several um Shows on different traditions, so you know yeah. some of that is, you know, finding a tradition that uh, jives with your energy uh, is very right. important. Um, because if you're if you're into fairy, that's one thing, but maybe you're not. You're maybe more esoteric, and maybe you need you know a little more structure in terms of that. Um, I'm going to give the uh, floor over to Phoenix because she's she is a path of being that kind of a teacher and i'm just rambling so there you go <laughs> well
2: i mean you a virus said it all right there like there's lots of resources out there uh you know yes my book what is remembered lives is, is exactly about having conversations with the other realms and and starting relationships with deities so that's definitely you know that's why i wrote the book but mm-hmm. just start having conversations and if you know if if you don't know who you want to talk to, then that makes it a little bit more difficult. If you know who you want to talk to, then start researching them, learn about their culture, learn about where they came from, learn about what kind of offerings to give them, make an altar for them. It can be very simple. It doesn't have to be, you know, you don't need a statue, you don't need to spend a lot of money, you just, you know, just start small and, and make space so they know that you're making space for them. Um uh, yeah, I think that's exciting and wonderful, and there's lots of really good resources. So just just start. Just start talking. And I, like, literally talk out loud. You're like, okay, Bridget, uh, I want to get to know you, and this is my name, and this is what uh, I would love to have a relationship, and how can we start that? And then be quiet and listen and see what feelings you receive, what messages you get. Start paying attention to synchronicities. Um, it's actually a lot more simple than you might think.
1: Yeah, and one of the things I would add, honestly, is that um, certain deities will start showing up for you. And I know that Phoenix has talked about this, and she talks about it in her book. And and there will be ways, like you know, um, I'm just going to use one that's a little more you know easy. Cats follow you, and you're not really a cat person, but suddenly a cat comes up to you, or there's something about you know cats that keep coming in, and you might be looking at aspects of the Egyptian pantheon trying to connect with you you know the same thing is true with you know possibly uh, Anubis or some of the the Greek gods and goddesses and and other pantheons not just what your energy is a lot of times we also look at what our heritage is like mine is mm-hmm. Sicilian and Scotch so I tend to have a great draw to the Greek Roman Uh, pantheon, and then, of course, the the Celtic, more Druidic, more um, British, Scottish, Irish-style kind of things. Um, Sometimes you you find that you have to find a bridge. Uh, And so you can't get one to the other, and you're looking at how to do something. My, My particular bridge was Hawaiian tradition more because it was about the navigating the energies so working with a navigational Kahuna that I was very lucky who was still alive and you know he isn't now but he was when I was training um, yeah. because I needed to find out something on how to bridge what I needed but starting out feel listen watch you have mm-hmm. no idea <laughs> they they come in very very specific ways that you just can't get away from and as Phoenix says, call out, talk, yeah. and then you'll get more, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. That's a nice one. I like that.
2: <laughs>
1: that ties up all of the other processes that we've been yeah. talking about. And I know that at this point, <laughs> and they're probably, and as, as Phoenix has said, and, and I, of course, have also mentioned, is that we get a lot of questions, some of which, are um ones that we choose to hold back because they're ones that can't be answered in a manner that mm-hmm. would make it reasonable yeah. and it's hard. But at one time or another we will we will probably put an entire show together of of ask a witch um different unusual questions and uh, <laughs> preface it. Um, I was actually threatening that we should do it before this time frame so sound, but it just, it's actually the ask of which questions that we've had, I think are much more appropriate and perfect at the moment. Um, but yeah, so there you go. My side of the world. Nice. <laughs> Entertainment and comedianship is also part of what I do, not that I don't really go out of my way, but I try to find a way to deal with things that we are faced with. And, you know, sometimes we have some very unique questions.
2: Yeah, absolutely we do. Yeah. Yeah. I'm do thinking you have anything anything to the last question. At the time we okay. have remaining, we could probably answer it. What do you think? Sure. Okay, so the last question comes from Jessica. and says, I'm fairly new to witchcraft, but I did start to cast small spells for myself, mostly for love with a specific person. The spells I did involved writing my intention on bay leaves and burning them. I've done it a couple of times, but I don't know what to do with the remnants of the spells, so I've just been scooping them into a jar, filling them with wax, and placing them under my bed. Is that okay? What should I do? Um, I think that's okay personally, if it was me, uh, I would take the remnants of the burnt leaves and like blow them outside, like scatter them for the wind to carry and for the gods to pick up and for my spirits to carry off and, and achieve. There's something about scooping them into a jar and sealing them up that feels stagnant to me. But that's all about personal choice and personal preference. If that feels good to you, that feels good to you you could also take that jar and make it into a honey jar and and add the ashes and honey and burn candles on it and make that a continual working that you're doing too so you know there's those are the two things off the top of my head what would you add Elvira
1: well you know I tend to go with the the release process (laughs) because yeah I know that you know unless I'm going to make maybe a mojo bag or a spell bag, charm bag, slash, 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 um, or as Phoenix said, a honey jar, um, in that manner, uh, I release it to, to, you know, like when you get an arrow and, you know, I'm not an archer, I happen to be a Sagittarius, but I am, I am not done archery, but I understand, you know, you pull back the, the bow with the, uh, with the arrow and you pull it back and then you let it go. And to me, that's what spells are. That's what you when you send wishes out. That's when you you let go of that arrow. You let it fly. And so the idea of release is really important. So I I tend to think you know taking them out, blowing them to the different directions, scattering them, you know in wooded areas and you know stuff like that. Um, even around your own plants, if they're not things that. Uh, you know, bay leaves are, are kind of you know, innocuous. They're not going to poison your plants like salt or something. Um, but of a nature where you give it back into the natural element uh, to go and to become yeah. what you want and bring it back to you. So that's kind of yeah. where I sit on that one. Yeah.
2: yeah. Nice. And that gives yeah. us just enough time to wrap up and say goodbye.
1: <laughs> <laughs> which tends to come about this time every week that we do our show. We have a certain amount yeah. of wrapping up. So yeah. uh, so I think just to let everyone know, we still have our major Arcana card um, series that we are doing. We've interrupted it for various things. But I find it interesting that getting back to that and doing the remaining ones, we're doing it after the election, and it will be the card for the moon. So that that kind of makes me think, wow, we definitely, (laughs) without timing it, timed it.
2: (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's not funny.
1: Yeah. So... But do you, do, you wanna, do you have anything you want to kind of throw out there at the very end? I just wanted to get that plugged in because I know that the next one is coming up in obviously a, a week, and that's what we'll be doing.
2: Yeah, I'll just, you know, just a reminder we do ask a witch regularly. We don't always get to all the questions. So if you didn't hear your question and you uh, still have it, or that you'd still like to hear our opinion, or if you have a new question or a different question, Feel free to go to our website, which dot com, and fill out the little questionnaire daily and get that off to us because we will do another one. Um, I would say probably before the end of the year, we'll get another one out there for you. Um, Definitely. Yeah, and then, you know in the meantime, it's Sowen weekend. Lots of good energy potential. So enjoy yeah. yourselves and be careful be and safe. safe. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: And um, let's see, what are the, oh, and, and keep good energy. Remember, we are coming into a very intense time outside of Mercury going direct on Tuesday, but we also have a lot of the uh, energies around the American, as you put it, the American elections. And please mm-hmm. we, we stay focused and safe, and um, we'll see you on the radio next
2: week yeah sounds good thanks for listening
1: thank you bye-bye bye